Hello, welcome to IntelliCast. This is Season 3, Episode 43. Joining me today, my name is Brian Lamar, by the way. This is producer Brian, Brian Peterson. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hey. It is my probably one of my favorite times of the year. It is late summer, early fall. Weather is amazing, at least here it is. It's probably not so much in other parts of the world that are experiencing big storms or fires. But here in the Midwest... It is beautiful out. It is 60s or 70s, like 24 hours a day. Sponsored by EMI Research Solutions. You can reach us at IntelliCast at EMI-RS.com. Follow us on Twitter, EMI underscore research or IntelliCast1. You can leave us a text at 513-401-5463. Not as good as a segue as the last episode. No, I think you <laughs> forgot you had to do the, the little bit of the intro right there. Yeah, I went right into weather. Yep. <laughs> Without talking about our... Our sponsor, 43rd episode, which is we just discussed right before we went on, which is more than we did the last two years. So interesting that the pandemic is making us much more active on the, the podcast, at least. That's right. Have we put out more episodes than everybody else now? Oh, we have to. I know that, well, we're going to talk about the podcast awards, but I was kind of doing some research on it. Most podcasts don't put out probably two or three a month. Um. The other ones that maybe were more quantity than quality, but some people would probably say that. <laughs> yeah, I think but, we've been told that. Yeah. Um, but hey, news is urgent. Like, I mean, there's Taluna news coming today, so we got to get that out there so people know. That's right. <laughs> Let's see, what else you want to talk about? Weather's good. I know we've entered your favorite time in terms of sporting. Football is back. I know yeah, you probably sat on the couch all weekend watching football. Yeah, I watched a lot of – well, college football is my favorite, but the SEC doesn't start back for two more weeks. But it was still – you know, some of the bigger teams play. There's some good games on. So, yeah, I watched that. I watched a lot of NFL. watched some tennis. I watched some golf. I watched some soccer. I'm sure I'm missing a sport. Baseball, basketball. I watched pretty much every sport. Like almost every single sport that exists has been played this past week. It was amazing. I did see something. It was sometime, I might've been Saturday that it was the first time that day that every, maybe it was Sunday that all of all six professional sports leagues play. So NBA, yeah. NHL, NFL, MLB, they include major league soccer. And then there was also one more and I don't remember what it was. Well, tennis played, um, women's final was Saturday and the women's final was Sunday. Yeah, like every single possible sport. Pretty amazing if you're a sports fan. Yeah. It's, it's still weird without the fans. I know. I, I saw that a little bit of the Bengals game yesterday, and it was just no fans. I'm like, and I also thought they were piping in some fan noise on the broadcast, but maybe that was just me hearing things. But it sounded like they were piping in fan noise. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. I don't know what's going on um, with fans and fan noise. I, I can't tell anymore. But yeah. I think it'd be sounding weird with silence in the stadium. It would just sound really weird. Because sometimes you hear it like in the, I don't know, the NBA games, you hear just silence. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I would rather, I want to hear what it's actually, because then you might be able to hear more of the coaches and stuff like that. The NHL yeah. has to bleep out a lot more because you can hear the players swear all the time now. So. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, you couldn't, probably any sport, you can't, that's probably why they do it. You could you wouldn't want to hear what the players are saying to each other. Or maybe you would, but. You would, but they don't. But their league doesn't want you to, right? Nor nor does the FCC, right? 
I think that's all the the current updates. I don't have anything going on in my life other than you know, yeah. Well, I have one thing for you. Uh, going to do a bit of a guest update for Intellicast. Yeah. Uh, back on episode twenty. Thinking back, that was four months ago, back in April. Oh, wow. We had on a few different people because it was right during the time we were seeing a bunch of turmoil in the market research industry in terms of jobs. We had we opened up Intellicast for every, for people who wanted to come on to tell us their story, get their name out there to come on. And we had three people take us up on that offer. Susie Ribnick, Tyler Farmer, and Lincoln Merrihue. And we just realized today that all three are now gainfully employed. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, Tyler just accepted his job. I guess he was the last of the three. And um, just amazing. It's not just those three, but a lot of people that were um, casualties of the early pandemic have moved on and found additional jobs. And so it's, it's good to see the economy recovering. It's good to see people in market research get other jobs and, you know, I think we're getting to the point now where people are kind of moving around a little bit. There's opportunity in places. We mentioned that last week when we saw a couple people from formerly of EMI and formerly of the podcast that have moved around and we're seeing now these three. So those are one of my favorite episodes, getting to know Susie. And I'm glad she founded her own research company because she is just a dynamic person, a great researcher. We probably need to get her back on the, on the, um, podcast and talk to her see how it's going it's been a couple months but I yeah think, i'm sure it's going great because she's amazing and then tyler who um is a university of georgia mmr graduate and i know the graduate students had a tough time getting a job because they graduated in may that was one of the worst times ever for kind of an entry-level job search out of grad school um but he at bob evans farms he'll be running the road in columbus i think he's moving up here and so um he'll be somewhat close to us here in the Midwest. So that's a great, I love Columbus. It's a great spot and a great brand that he's working for. And then Lincoln, I don't know this company motor mines. So I had to go in to see what it was and they are an auto industry consultancy. Perfect. Cause you know, he talked a lot about automotive industry when he was on, he's certainly an expert on it. I'm not a big fan of motor mines having the Z at the end. Um, but <laughs> Good for hey, Lincoln. Hey. He's a smart, super smart guy. He was a really interesting guest. He he came with like an agenda. Like, here's some cool stuff to talk about. And it was one of our, it was just a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's great that they have all landed on their feet. It's great to see. And hopefully others out there that were affected by this are landing on their feet as well. Yep. Hopefully insights and marketing research is growing. And so I, I think so. It's just kind of shifting a little bit probably. An industry shift, I guess is what I would call it. And I think we'll see some people moving around. Yeah. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Last week was the virtual version of IIEX. And I know you attended a little bit of it. Yeah, it was it's one of my favorite conferences of the year. I love it. I'm, I'm oh, Man, I'm so upset. I didn't, we didn't get that in person in Austin. And where it was, um, I guess last year was the first year before that was Atlanta and um, but virtually, they did a pretty good job virtually. We're kind of getting into a routine with these virtual conferences. I saw Disco speak about their behavioral data, their partnership with Gongos, which we've talked about on here. Um, Taluna spoke, and um, Dynata spoke on data quality, which obviously we're passionate about. 
And there's some other good ones as well. And that was my dog, Bonnie. And I don't know if that came across in the podcast. Bonnie is not happy right now. But I, I thought it was really good. Um, they put on a pretty good show. They had breakout rooms. They had little happy hours. They, they're trying to create opportunities for people to kind of network. It's really tough. But they did a pretty good job of it. With just like a, They still had a wire event. And uh, it was pretty active for a couple of days. And also, there was the long-awaited podcast awards. I know oh. this was supposed to happen in April. We we pumped it. It got held back. We didn't know what was going to happen. They we were we also had the podcast awards as part of IIEX, and I know you were attending there. I could not attend the awards ceremony. My wife had to work that night, so I was on dad duty. Okay, yeah. So I was there. There's a lot of people online. It was so much fun. Um, kudos. I, I can't imagine how much work Little Bird Marketing put towards this conference because every time I went to a session, they were there uh, moderating it, being involved, um, hyping it, making sure the conversation was flowing, asking questions. And so Priscilla and Ashley, after the end of day one, I think it was, they hosted the podcast awards for, I guess it was for 2019. Nominations went into 2020, I think, though, and voting. And so there were 15, I had no idea there were 15 different podcasts in market research or even, you know, loosely affiliated with market research. And so we did not place. The winner was PRS and Vivo's podcast, which is Matt Salem. He's uh, their VP of client development. And he used to be a DJ on a radio show. And he mentioned that in his acceptance speech that he never thought he'd get to use those skills once he got into market research, but he has. And so That's cheating. Yeah. That's a professional. No, but kudos to them. Um, we know PRS and Vivo, they're an awesome company. And so they were, it was fan voting, by the way. And so it's like a People's Choice Award is what they called it. They're number one. Number two was Data Gurus of Sima Vasa, who's a friend of the podcast. She's actually been on before. And, um, you know, we've worked closely with Sima on a lot of different initiatives over the years. And she's awesome. She's amazing. And so her being a second is awesome. And then the third one, MR Realities, which I I didn't I knew of, but I hadn't really listened to it. I listened to a little bit of it, and it's on YouTube, and I'm sure it's on all the podcasts. But it's started by Kevin Gray, if you know Kevin Gray, he's a Kevin analyst, and they're starting I think in 2016, like it way pre predates ours. Um, ours started January of 2018, so well over a year before ours. MR Realities started, and it's pretty good, and. Um, so those were the top three, and there were no losers. It was a lot of fun. It was just kind of hanging out with people, goofing off, and talking about podcasts. And again, Little Bird Marketing is just amazing. Yeah, they do a great job. I probably e- email back and forth with them probably on a monthly basis on just random things. Yeah. I I agree with you. I was surprised that they were 15. I did not yeah. think there would be that many. The one, the th- one you said got third place. I guess that means we can't say we're the original anymore. I know. And I, yeah, I know. And um, I, th- I thought for sure we were like the first, um, but we were among the first. And I made a joke during the podcast awards. Can we still say that we are the number one rated podcast in marketing research that focuses on sampling located in the Midwest? I didn't give a definitive answer, but I think we can still claim that. Okay. That's good. That, I'm going to put that on our, I'm going to put that on our webpage. Yeah. yeah, but it was fun. I mean, IX was awesome. Um, tough year for everybody, and they did they did a great job, and it seemed well attended. Every session I was at, 
um, had a lot of people on it. I don't think there was a lot of pre-recording. I think there were just people were taking questions and it was very interactive. I don't like the pre-recorded ones. And you can, by the way, you can view all these now on the website. If you signed up, you can, I watched a couple this weekend that I didn't get to watch in person. So you can watch them now. So with that, then learning wise is, did you like it better for learning the virtual piece? Cause as you said, just no. said, you got to watch them on the weekends or do you still like it better in person? Oh, much better in person because this is not, no offense to green book or any of the people put on the conference. It's just, I don't know. There's, you know, you, I think most of the conference is talking to other people about the conference and what did you think of this session? Oh, can you believe so-and-so did this? And, oh, which one are you going to? Oh, I'm going to this one. Oh, I didn't know that one happened. And then IAX is so dynamic with the amount of people they get. It's a, it's just, I don't know how they even put it on. It's so fast-paced and so many sessions to go to. But I, I tend to think I get a lot more out of it in person because of that. Now, if you only wanted the session content, it's probably better the way they did it. But I think that the interactiveness is it's hard to replicate. I think probably that it was at least they got to do it virtual. So you at least had that versus some of them we've seen have gotten canceled or postponed or pushed to next year. Yeah. Yep. Like ours, um, the Great Lakes chapter of the Insights Association, we had a meeting last week. We had a board meeting and we were like, oh, man, we're supposed to be in Chicago right now for our fall conference. And that's our big moneymaker. And, you know, the, these Insights Association these different chapters, they don't make a ton of money. This, you know, you get a hundred people in Chicago, we make a little bit of money out of it. That really helps your budget for the year. And so, you know, a lot of these conferences and companies and organizations are struggling, I'm sure, to figure out um, how to survive. But it sounds like they will so far. I haven't heard any casualties yet. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to do some market research news? We only have a couple stories this week. Yeah, a little bit of news. Let's do it. All right. First one, HCD Research has rolled out a new DIY online research platform called MCode Implicit, promising low-cost, high-throughput design and launch of implicit and marketing research studies. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, the way they talk about themselves, you can tell they're it's just different than most research. So they talk about they're an advocate of implicit methods, and they brought in these doctors and they expanded their neuroscience offering and using all these tools that assesses implicit consumer attitudes towards brands, packages, and concepts. Really interesting kind of stuff. Pretty cool stuff. I don't know them really well, but the new tools available this month, apparently, so you can check it out. It, it continues the trend of more DIY tools coming out. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. If you have a neuroscience, implicit methods company, releasing a DIY research platform, uh, promising low cost and high throughput. That's impressive. Our next story, Toluna has launched a new end-to-end -end platform called Start, which will now form the core of their business. Yeah, interesting. You know, for some reason, I don't hear a ton about Toluna. They're still giant. They mentioned they have 30 million members. They're a huge global panel. They also have the Harris Interactive Europe and Karun Data brands. and um, it says it's methodology methodology agnostic, so it's inter integrating Harris Interactive's methodology into its automated solutions, spanning market understanding, brand and communications, new product development, um, 
and it's, it's apparently it's pretty customizable. You can customize the questionnaire design, the sample, and even the insight dashboards. And so sounds pretty interesting. It says that it's a culmination of two decades of technical innovation and award-winning methodology. So it sounds pretty cool. When I read this, I thought, particularly the part where it says it's now going to form the core of their business, it seems like they are shifting away from like a sample core piece to a more Qualtrics survey monkey focus. Yeah, maybe you agree? Vineta, yeah, ask your target market, um, Zappy. I mean, even how they talked about themselves, I think of them as a sample company, but they describe themselves as consumer intelligence platform, which is, that's how they want to be known, as a consumer intelligence platform. And so I think that that's kind of one of the trends that we see in the marketplace is the shift from, um, we don't just deliver surveys, we deliver insights and intelligence to brands. But yes. Okay. And our last story, mainly I put this one on here because of the name of the company. Sprinkler. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> Sprinkler with no E for in between the L and the R. The customer experience management specialist has raised $200 million from private equity from the private equity firm Hellman and Friedman. That is based on a valuation of $2.7 billion. Yeah. So first of all, um, this customer experience management, that's a huge valuation. And I guess it's loosely in the market research genre. And um, I mean, good for them. That's a lot of money. But yeah, I thought I was wondering if that's what you put this on here. Why Why don't have an E? What do they have against vowels? Like sprinkler without the E? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Hey, you, we've talked about this before. We're going to change our name to Spork without the O. <laughs> no, no, we're going to add the O. No, with the U. <laughs> if we don't have the O or any vowels, we're just Spork. And then people will think we're Spark. So we have to... <laughs> you have to put the pronunciation thing behind it. Ah, yeah, yeah. We, we, haven't, we haven't gone all the way down the path of this. But for Sprinkler... With no E, I mean, they're not, they don't clearly hate, they clearly don't hate all vowels. They have an I in it. Just maybe, the E. <laughs> just the E is missing. Maybe we'll have them on the, well, maybe we'll reach out and have them on the podcast. Michael McGinn, partner and co-head of Sixth Street Growth, um, and the, the CEO and founder, uh, oh gosh, Raggy or Raggy Thomas. Maybe that's why they put an E. It's R-A-G-Y, Raggy Thomas. Ragey? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, maybe we should move on, but it's Sprinkler. I, I, maybe. Maybe. No E. 1,900 employees in 16 countries, so it's obviously a huge, huge brand. This, by the way, if we get, kind of like the Oscars, you get to submit, or the Emmys, where you submit, like, an episode of a TV show, and that's how you get nominated for an award. Right. This this ain't gonna be the episode. <laughs> this this last three minutes is what we should submit to, to win the twenty twenty podcast awards. No, what we'll get is the podcast equivalent of the Razzies. The, well, yes, yes. I, I'd still accept that. It's still an award. Yeah, we'll take it. Any any news is good news. That's right. Well, cool. Not a, not a ton of huge news this week. If you're sneaking in the story, just so we can make fun of the lack of E. 
Yep, pretty much. Is that it? Is that all we have? That is everything today. Unless you had something yeah. else. I got nothing else. We're it's gonna be a short episode. We should probably have some guests on soon. So we're gonna reach out to a couple of people. If you want to be a guest, um, email us, follow us on Twitter, send us a message on Twitter, or you can leave us a text message, 513-401-5463. If you want to hear about any certain topics. Earlier this summer, we did a ton on data quality. Got some good feedback on it. If you want to hear some additional topics, we're happy to reach out and kind of create a series on the topic. And um, we appreciate you listening. Anything else, Brian? I don't think so. Hope everyone has a good week. Yeah, have a great week, everybody. And thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.